Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for being here this afternoon. Um, this is Claire Stanley, the Advocacy and Outreach Specialist in the National Office with ACB. And today we have two um, awesome guests from outside of ACB that ACB has had the privilege to work with um, on one of our favorite topics, voting. Um, only a few days away from national elections. So um, I will let our guests, Ayla and Dylan, describe what they're all about and what they're doing. So without further ado, I will um, turn the stage over to them. And I'm assuming you guys will be able to take questions at the end if we have time. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Cool. The floor is yours. Great. Yeah. Hi, Ayla, why don't you just introduce yourself briefly first and then I'll go into it. Of course. So hello, everybody. My name is Ayla O'Shea. I've been working with Dylan on outreach for a really cool app called Brink Election Guide for the past year. Um, We've had the pleasure of working with Claire and speaking with her and hearing her advice for the past um, few months. So it's really great to present to everybody and just to tell you a little bit more about the app. Um, Dylan is the co-founder and president of Brink, and he will be the one doing the main um, presentation. He's a disability rights activist, and he'll tell you a little bit more about that as well. Um, But I will hand it over to him. Thank you all so much. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. So, yes, my name is Dylan. Um, I'm a longtime disability rights advocate, and um, we're here to talk with you guys today about a get-out-the-vote tool that we've built called the Brink Election Guide. Um, And it's essentially a tool that brings all the information a person needs in order to vote into an accessible app that you can have on your phone so that you can learn everything you need to be able to turn out and vote. Uh, I'm sure I I don't need to tell uh, this audience to this, but so much of the political technology tools that are out there right now are inaccessible which is really frustrating. I've been involved on a lot of different campaigns and advocacy, trying to get more candidates to have disability policy, hire disabled staffers, and um, use accessible technology. And um, while we've seen a lot of progress in just this past presidential cycle, we've seen a lot of candidates have disability-specific policy and have some great staffers. But what's really been missing is um, people using accessible tech. So we've decided to build this app um, as a way of driving turnout um, in our community. We're working with people with disabilities from all over the country. We've surveyed thousands of people. We've done dozens and dozens of interviews with uh, people with all sorts of different disabilities from all over the country, really trying to learn what are what are the issues with voting, what, what are the problems with polling places and how can we fix that? What are the problems with accessing information about candidates um, for people to learn who they're voting for? And we've spent a long time yeah, trying to build this app to be the strongest tool possible for the disability community and to help new voters, people who haven't engaged in elections before, understand um, what the different steps are. Uh, What we found is that there's so many groups that focus on voter registration, and that's definitely an important first step, but there's a lot that you have to do afterwards. And um, and, And so in our app, we try and encompass the whole process. 
Um, and we've had a lot of really great um, partnerships and work with different disability-focused organizations. And it's been fantastic to have conversations with Claire uh, over the past few months as we've been developing this app. Um, so quickly how it works. So we'd love for uh, you all to download it and um, play around with us and give us feedback because we really were trying to take as much feedback and build this to be the best tool possible. So we're really focused on the election next week, but we're going to be continuing our work next year. There's a lot of local races um, and elections happening in 2021. And then in 2022, there will be another big midterms election. And we really want to make sure that as these campaigns continue to move forward, that uh, they're being inclusive of the disability community and using accessible technology. And so that's really been the mission behind what we built. Um, quickly, I'll go ahead and describe the different pieces of the app, the different sections, and then I'm happy to open it up for questions. We don't need to spend <laughs> too much time talking about it, but I'd love to yeah, hear from you guys about what's, what your experience in voting has been like and how um, yeah, different advocacy you guys have been doing to help make the whole process more accessible. But for the app itself, how it works is you'll put in your address. And then based on what state you live in, we'll provide information on if you have early vote, if that's available in your state and where the early voting centers are and what are the hours and days that they're open. If you have vote by mail in your state, we provide you the link so that you can request your ballot for the um, vote by mail and then provide reminders through notifications before you have to submit it to make sure that your vote counts. Um, we also have a candidate research section. So again, based on your address in your area, we'll provide information on everyone who's running for office in your area. So the presidential candidates and the congressional and Senate candidates, but also all the way down to the local level, because oftentimes the people who are um, city council, running for city council or for local boards of elections, they have a lot of impact on our day-to-day -day lives. And it's important that people really research and figure out who are the best disability rights champions to hold those offices. And then probably the most exciting or the piece of the app that we get the most positive feedback about is the help section, which provides information um, if on different scenarios that you could face. So if you face voter intimidation or an inaccessible polling location, we give you talking points. So exactly what you should say to the poll worker based on your rights under the law. And so we work with the National Disability Rights Network to develop some of this. So voting rights lawyers to help make sure that all of this information is exactly what our rights are under the law. And then there's also um, contact numbers so that you can call somebody from NDRM or the ACLU in real time. So if you're at the polling location and there's an issue, um, we, you can get on the phone with a lawyer and figure out how to address it to make sure that your vote counts. Um, we've heard through our interviews and the different people we work with, we hear a lot of just awful stories about poll workers not knowing what the accessible voting machine even is or how to turn it on or not wanting to allow people to vote independently. Again, just because they're somehow unaware or that's not something that they, they know to look for. So we're really trying to provide people the tools and resources so that if you should face a situation like that, which can be just awful <laughs> and really uh, frustrating, that we, you know the tools that you have just right in front of you to be able to address it to make sure that your vote counts. Um, 
So, oh, and then this is another great uh, part of the app. We were doing a survey. Um, so after you voted, you have the ability to fill out a survey if you'd like that you can give feedback on how long the lines were for waiting, if you did face any voter intimidation or if it was inaccessible. And then we're going to try and start gathering this data at the national scale, so all over the country, and then figure out where are the hotspots. If there are certain polling locations that have real issues, we'll be able to go to local boards of elections or city governments and say, hey, look, this one place, we have a lot of reports that there were issues. And so we'll either help people file HAVA complaints, which is the Help America Vote Act complaints, or work with city governments to make um, polling places more accessible for the next election. So um, we are, I just want to mention, we're a nonprofit. We're completely nonpartisan. And so we're not trying to tell anybody who or what to vote for, but just provide the resources in an accessible format so that everyone can exercise their rights. Um, and again, we're, we've been lucky enough to partner with tons of fantastic organizations that work in the disability rights advocacy space, uh, including you guys and the, um, the NICL, the National Council on Independent Living, AUCD, the Association of University Centers on Disability, the National Down Syndrome Society, and many others. And so we're, we're hoping to build this kind of large national coalition of people who really care about voting and want to make the process more accessible. Um, and so that's why, yeah, I'm so glad to be able to talk with you all today. Uh, there's obviously just a week, less than a week left until the November election. But as I said at the beginning, we're really excited to start focusing on uh, the elections happening next year in 2021 and future elections. So if anyone on this call is excited by the work and wants to participate more, there's a lot of help you could do with um, helping test the, the, the app itself and help us develop new ideas to make it even more accessible or to provide better information that might help um, address some of the issues you personally face or help us with some of the outreach and social media or writing about it because we're, we're everyone on our team has disabilities. We're really looking to build this great group of disability rights advocates that are really pushing to make the whole election process and democracy more accessible. So, sorry, that was a long monologue. I know I just said a lot there, um, but I'm happy to open it up to questions or to repeat any other parts if I went over it too quickly. But um, yeah, that, that's Brink and we're, yeah, so glad and excited to work with anybody who's interested. So okay. I'll jump in first with the question. Uh, you said, Dylan, that if people want to get involved to test, or people are welcome to get involved to test, how can they contact you? How, how can they do that? What should the process be? Yes, fantastic. Uh, the best way would be to email me. And I think, Claire, maybe you could send out, or let's see. No, yeah, I won't put it in the chat box here, but my email is dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at brinkapp.com. Dot co. So that's kind of hard. So hopefully somebody can email around, um, <laughs> email around our website link and our email address. And then, yeah, we would love to have people helping us do yeah, testing or providing feedback or anything else. You can reach out to Claire, me. I'm at advocacy at acb.org and we can get that for everybody. Yep. Fantastic. Okay. So this is Linda. And I will go over real quickly how to raise hands because we only have, I'm only showing, that's why I'm glad David's here. I'm only showing three people in the, in the 
attendees list. And so far, I don't see any hands. So to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y on the computer, Option-Y on the Mac. And since this is a webinar, there should just be a little raise hand button in the middle of your iPhone. On your landline, it's star nine. And then I will have to allow you to talk. After you get the message that says the host has allowed you to talk, you can unmute yourself with Alt-A on the computer, Command-Shift-A on the Mac, under the mute button down in the lower left-hand corner of your phone, and star six on the phone. So I don't see any hands right now, but I have a question, and I don't know if you guys can help me answer it. I have been searching and searching to find a sample ballot for my area, and I can't seem to find one. Huh. Oh, good. Where where do you live? I live in Harrison, Arkansas. Harrison, Arkansas. So, yeah, huh, we don't have sample ballots. Well, no, I think through the app, like, again, if you went in the app and put in your address, we should be able to show at least the candidates who are running in the area okay. uh, in your in your town. But full sample ballots, yeah, I wonder. That's interesting. We'll have to look into who might provide well, those. In years past, I've had no problem finding it. I, I know that it takes us longer when we go to the poll to vote. And yeah. so I try to, to go with all the answers to all those questions so I don't have to read all the amendments and stuff, Great. you know, while I'm sitting there. And so... Um, no, I think that's, yeah, that's a good strategy. And again, I hope that in the future, that's uh, stuff that we can build into our app as well. So you just have it all right there on your phone. But yeah, having a good voting plan and being prepared beforehand, yeah, makes it a lot easier. And particularly, there are such long lines. Um, people are showing, you know, because so many people are voting this year that, yeah, you want it to be as quick as possible. Okay, okay. We do have a hand raise. Okay, Lynn. I have given you permission to talk. Okay. Um, what is the name of the web uh, the app, please? Yes, it's called the Brink Election Guide. So Brink is spelled B-R-I-N-K. Brink Election. Brink Election Guide. Guide. Thank you. Yeah. And we chose that name. We had a group of um, interns, all uh, young students or like college students with disabilities, who worked with us um, two summers ago. And we did a big naming workshop together. And we came up with this name Brink because we really feel like the, the disability rights movement is, is on the brink of becoming such a national success and that everybody soon, all candidates should be focused on the disability community. So we hope that this app will help push us over the brink to have you know greater disability justice. Okay, Pam, I'm going to ask you to unmute. Okay, you should be able to unmute. Yes, uh, Linda, this may answer your question somewhat. I don't know how it is in Arkansas, but I would imagine each state has one of these. Um, I live in Alabama, and we have um, alabamavotes.gov, which is a, a website, of course, and from that, and I'm planning to go on it before this day is over, uh, you're supposed to be able to um, access um, sample ballots. And if you can't through that site, then um, someone suggested the other day in a uh, conference call that I was on that you call your state board of registrars and find out your 
um, oh dear, um, ballot style, because where you live determines exactly what kind of a ballot you get. And that way you might be able to work through your state's voter website, um, a means of finding a sample ballot. Okay, well, I've I've done some of that, but I will I will continue to fight for it. I'm planning to try to vote tomorrow, and oh, I know that the, I'm very blessed. I know that the polling place that I vote early at has the machine, and they're waiting for me. And uh, um, sadly enough, the last visually impaired person to vote there was me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand when I know there are people in Harrison. I it makes it breaks my heart. That this information yeah. isn't getting out more publicly. It appears to me that if you're not a member of of an advocacy organization, you don't know this stuff exists. And I that wish, seems to be true. Yeah, that I seems wish, to be true. Yeah, I wish that they had more. In you know the, the, that our rehab people would put out information too. Yeah. So, I'm and we don't have early voting here, unfortunately. You uh, well, we have it sort of, but not like you have it. We can't go to the polling place early we have to go to the courthouse and do absentee and that's a royal pain but um anyway i hope hope you have good luck finding a getting a sample ballot okay pam thank you um phone number that is um eight five six you can unmute hello hello i know somebody asked this question already but i tried to um you know, I, I'm good with technology, so I would like to help, you know, test anything on the app. But I think maybe I'm missing a letter. You said it was Dylan at brinkapp.co, or is it something else? Um, yes, that is my email address, um, Dylan at brinkapp.co. So, yeah, not com, just co. But again, okay, I, maybe it, okay. Um, and Claire can, I think, send it around after this to help to make sure that okay. you have that right link. But yeah, we would love, I'd love to talk and um, have you help us with testing and developing new ideas. Well, thank you. Yeah, I will try to email again. Maybe it auto-corrected. <laughs> Thanks. So this is Claire. I have a question. Um, so you guys talked about, and I know I paid attention in the during the primaries, especially a lot of the candidates slowly but surely were coming out with disability-specific policies for the elections, for their um, candidacies. Um, does the app include anything specifically about their disability-related policies or no? <laughs> yeah, good question. Uh, not currently, um, but that is something that we could definitely look into we could look into more. Um, yeah, right now we just kind of provide, yeah, the very basic uh, information about who they are and the links to their websites and such. But uh, yeah, we would certainly like to, there's, yeah, a lot of candidates now have very good disability policies. So I think yeah. we'd like to figure out how to highlight that in some capacity. Yeah, that would be great because I know that was something that um, a lot of our organization like ours, you know, we're trying to prod and poke to get the candidates to come out with and some of them slowly did some faster than others so it'd be great to be able to highlight those that are really doing what they should be doing yep exactly i love that okay andrea you should be able to unmute okay perfect um dylan i downloaded the app this morning this is andrea and i'm in california and 
just poked into it a little bit. I put my address in and it it found it, came right up. Uh, I need to, um, I need to, I like that you can make sure you're registered. I have no doubt that I'm registered, but I'm hoping, I want to just double check before, because we don't have same day registration. Our date to register was like October 19th. So if for some reason I'm not, I'm I'm going to be really upset, but I, I, I've never had a problem with showing up and, and, but I like the idea that you can look into it and know that you're registered. That's perfect. And it does seem really um, accessible. One thing I noticed was there's a lot of check boxes and for some reason, um, or check, you know, things you can check Mm -hmm. and it doesn't say checked. It just says check box. I, that may be something. I mean, I'm assuming when I double tap on it that they're checked, but that may be something you want to look at. I know that sounds a little basic, but usually when you check something, it'll tell you that it's checked, and I'm not getting that. Um, yeah. It Great. Well, thank you. That's exactly the type of feedback yeah. we're testing. Because we're, yeah, yeah, our tech team is very, they've spent a lot of time researching to make sure that, yeah. We're doing everything to make sure that's accessible, but there's always new things. And so that's one that we can easily adjust. So well, yeah. I, I'll go back in and play with it some more. Like I said, I, I just kind of toe dipped into it, probably spent five, 10 minutes, but it looks really, and I'm so pleased, especially we have, um, we have regional vote centers now and it's, I am a person who likes to vote in person. I know a lot of people are voting by mail this year, but I, really liked going and using the machine. And fortunately in my area, I've had very little trouble. We've had, um, I had to stage a sit-in strike once. I'll tell a quick story. Um, I probably my second time um, voting, it was, I don't know when it was exactly, but I went to the polls to vote and the gal said, oh, well, the machine isn't working right now, but you're with your husband and he can help you, right? And I said, you know what? He could, but he's not going to. He's going to go home. And I'm going to call him when I'm done after you fix the machine so I can vote. Yeah. So I sat there for like an hour and a half. They got someone out there and fixed the machine. Wow. Good. Thank and you. For, That's yeah, important. Well, I just, it was a really big deal to me. And she said exactly the wrong thing. Yeah. Because it was like, nope, sorry, not happening. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, um, so I, um, I'm really super excited about this. Anything that helps me to vote and helps other people to vote is, is terrific. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. And yeah, thank you for that story and staying strong. That's what we need um, Yeah, to change the whole system. It's not just, yeah, they have to make it accessible. That's under the law. So <laughs> that's what we're fighting for. Cool. Right now, uh, there are no more hands. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, great. I was just going to say, I know that this is such a busy time for everyone, um, but like, I'd love to, again, after the election and in the start of maybe early next year, I could maybe come back and we could, as more of you guys are helping us with testing, we could do another conversation and talk about our plans for 2021, because I think there's, yeah, a lot of opportunities to continue to. Um, well, I think, I think this is fantastic that you've come up with this app. I have not looked at it. I will. Um, and uh, I, I so appreciate it. I know I voted on several different types of machines. And the one that we have here in Harrison, I like the most because, first of all, everybody votes on it, on them. Uh, yeah. Anybody that walks into the polling place votes on those machines. And we actually get to print our ballot, pull it out of the little thing, 
put it in the envelope and go drop it in the drop box with everyone else's. Oh, it makes me nervous when I vote on a machine that nobody else is using and the vote is stored in the machine. I wonder if my vote ever actually gets counted. And I have voted on one of those too. Mm-hmm. That I had that I actually had to have them make somebody come out from the county and unbox and set up. Okay. So that's been several years ago. So I, I I just wanted you to know how much some some of us really appreciate what you're doing. Oh. Great. Yeah. No, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. That makes me feel great. And also, I think in the long term, that's part of our goals is to maybe start advocating for better, more inclusive machines that, again, that everyone are using. So it's not always just these separate little accessible ones that no one knows how to use. So that that story actually gives me a lot of inspiration for what our future work could look like. So I have one more question, David. I, I think you've already answered this, but I just wanted to clarify because it sounds almost too good to be true. But you guys have the information for pretty much every jurisdiction. Um, so, you know, even my county, obviously we have the presidential candidates. But, you know, if you live in, you know, I don't know, some random county in the middle of nowhere, you still have the candidates for every jurisdiction. Yep. No, that's right. For for everyone, for all 50 states um, and the territories as well. So, yeah. Anybody, that's phenomenal. That's, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That's great. Cool. Well, thank you for giving me time to come and speak with you guys. This was really, um, yeah, exciting. And some of the questions and ideas have already, uh, yeah, started giving me new ideas for what we're going to start working on next. So that's really a benefit for myself and our whole team. And yeah, as long as Claire is able to, uh, yeah, send around our website and my email address afterwards, I think I'd love to connect with anyone who wants to have a one-on-one conversation and see how we can work together and moving forward. So I know that, I'm sorry. Go oh, no, go no. I was just going to say, as long as, as long as we don't have any more questions, this is Claire again. I just want to thank everybody for attending. We should be able to um, share this later so more people can listen to it. Um, but if you guys have any questions for Dylan and Ayla or you want to be testers, you can reach out to Clark and myself at advocacy at acb.org and we have their contact information. I also want to put a plug for our voting Um, email box. We developed an email address specifically for people's voting experiences this year. We've done a lot of advocacy to make sure that voting places are accessible, but we are not naive to know that we're all going to have bumps along the way and we want to hear those stories. So if you have any experiences from registering to vote all the way up through voting where your rights were violated in some way, send us an email. We want to have a repository of those that we can use in future advocacy. So you can send those to voting at acb.org. And if you, excuse me, we did have one person join. In case anybody's joined on, on ACB radio after the beginning of the call, could you just repeat the name of the app for us? Uh, yes, it's called the Brink Election Guide. And you can find that in both the Android and Apple app stores. And so Brink, it, yeah, it's spelled B-R-I-N-K. Great. Thank you. Great. Well, well, thank you again. Okay. Well, I guess if everyone's... Oops. Okay. I don't see thank more you, hands, everyone. So, uh, thank you very much. I'll go ahead and close the meeting. Thank, thank you. you.